1: Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk.
0: In this week's episode, we will be discussing what is more important than life, a life with Christ according to God's Word. Uh Uh We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And you guys are awesome. You're on top of it. We're going to talk about what is important in a life. Of a Christian. What could be a better topic than to start a new month? So let's get right down to it the world and the biblical meaning of important, of great significance or value, likely to have a profound effect on success, survival, or well being. We can find this biblically in 1 Corinthians 15 1 through 4. And it reads Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved, if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. For what I received I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried that he was raised on the third day according to scriptures. I don't want to get the same idea or feeling that Paul has in this letter to the people of Corinth. I don't want to start thinking that about you, my young Lord listeners. What thought was that that Paul had that I said I don't want to have about you guys? The thought that people needed to be reminded of the work that Jesus accomplished on the cross for a world of sinners like you and me. I don't want to think that. Paul preached the gospel to a dying world to offer them redemption from sin and a life destined for hell. Think about that for a moment. They had to be reminded about, let's call it the second most important day in the life of a sinner known to man. I'm pretty sure my young loyal listeners don't need a reminder. But for our young listeners that don't know and they're new to the channel, that would be the death of Jesus Christ. That is the second most important day in the life of a Christian. The first most important can be found in John three sixteen, And it reads, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. That is the first and single most important day for us Christians. If that's not the most important day, I don't know what else would qualify. I don't want to think of a day that may be better than that day because I I can't think of one. And I'm sure you can either. While we're at it, I might as well mention the third to call it a trifecta for the Father, Son and the Holy Ghost. Let's let's just put it to bed here. It was the day that you confessed Christ and made him your Lord and Savior. That was the third greatest day. In the life of your Christian life Don't miss the other major important fact That Paul mentions in verse 2 We must hold firmly We must place God's word in our heart Without God's word we are lost without guidance God's word guides us He leads guides and directs our every step Our path He has set a, He set something in motion for you to do For me to do We all have a call So we need to know and understand God's word. Here's a not so fun fact that Paul also lays on the newest converts. If you don't hold tight to the word he preached, you are capping on your love for Christ from the very beginning. So basically, don't cap on Christ. Don't pretend that you, that you are ride or die with him. Don't pretend like you in the Christian mob with the rest of us. Be true to yourself. If that's not what you're about, then don't say it. And that's what Paul was saying to these people. Hold tight to it. Don't pretend. Paul delivered exactly what he received, he said. He didn't change it. He didn't add to it. He simply passed on what he received, which was a great word about Christianity. We can take what Paul delivered as the gospel, the good news, as the most important things in the life of Christians everywhere, all shapes, sizes, creed, and color. It doesn't matter. If that wasn't good enough, here are some other things that make it very important. Number one, the forgiveness of sin. We were all born into sin because of our father Adam, because they ate the apple in the garden. We were destined to sin from that day forward. Number two, eternal life was granted to those who confess Jesus's death and resurrection. So because of Jesus's death, we can now be saved. Number three, we can now face death with hope and not fear. So basically, As Christians, when we die, we know we are going on to an eternal life, living with our Father, God. We are happy. We're excited about that because we know we're not destined for hell any longer. Number four, it gives us the ability to commit our cleansed body and serve it to God. Yep. Before that, God said there was a veil between us. And because of his son, the veil was torn. Otherwise, because of sin, we were separated from God. And number five. It restored our relationships with God with the removal of sin because where God was, sin could not exist because we were full of sin. We couldn't be around and exist with God in a way that we can now that Jesus has died and removed sin from the world. So I want to close with this prayer as we go on to the conversation corner. But anyway, Father God, I come to you right now thanking you for this great and awesome day. A day that we have yet to see. A day that you saw fit that we were rising, A day that you saw that we can speak to our friends, our loved ones, our family members, whomever that we could tell them about the goodness of God, that they may confess Christ as we did. So that will become the third most important day in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner.
1: Hey, Minister Bennett.
0: What y'all rapping about over here?
1: We cheated today and we were eavesdropping on your lesson until I heard one of the youth say that they felt like they didn't belong because they had messed up big time. So I quietly closed the door and asked the youth if he had asked God for forgiveness. He said yes. So I said, okay, then it's settled then. If you've asked God and believe that God has forgiven you, don't mess up big time again. I then read to the group first Corinthians 15 verse nine, which reads, for I am the least of the apostles who am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. I asked that they hear what I said and they nodded. I said, if God can change the heart, mind and spirit of a sinner who was persecuting his church and then choose that same sinner to be an apostle Who are we that God won't forgive us for our big time sin? No, sometimes we do mess up big time. Sometimes we don't see God's face because we are ashamed of our actions. Sometimes we even cry ourselves to sleep because of that shame. Sometimes we just don't feel worthy being called a child of God, just like the apostle. But in verse 10, there is our hope. There is the aha moment when we realize we don't have to be stuck in our mess. It reads, but by the grace of God, I am what I am and his grace toward me was not Not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was within me. So I explained that just as the apostle did, we need to do the same. By God's grace that he has given to us, we need to work hard to show God that we are changed. And when the change happens, don't let it be in vain. Work hard to save souls for the kingdom. Share your testimonies of your triumphs as well as your failures, your ups as well as your downs, feeling worthy as well as not feeling worthy enough. In doing this, you're showing others that God kept you through it all. And because of His grace, you're still moving forward. So as one translation for verse 58 reads, My dear friends, stand firm and don't be shaken. Always keep busy working for the Lord. You know that in everything you do for Him is worthwhile. So don't let your big time mess up stop you from serving God. Let your mistakes push you into His presence, asking Him for forgiveness and working to show Him that you have changed.
0: In summary, the importance of knowing what is most important in the life of a Christian. I will close with these two quotes. Christianity, if false, is of no importance, and if true, of infinite importance. The only thing it cannot be is moderately important. When we come to Christ, we are no longer the most important person in the world to us. Christ is. Instead of living only for ourselves, we have a higher goal, to live for Jesus. it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. A real talk what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.